Hello everyone, welcome back. We're uh, going to uh, try to finish chapter uh, 12 today and uh, uh, maybe chapter 13 as well. Uh, so hello Grace, uh, we stopped towards the end of chapter 12 and we wanted to know what does it mean by like when Satan in his fight with the church uh, that he spit a river and then the like the earth actually uh, took that river or absorbed. River in general the water is sweet, not like the sea. And water represents the Holy Spirit. So the river represents, in general, the teaching inspired by the Holy Spirit. But here, the water did not come from God. The water came from the, the ser serpent. Mm. So this water actually represents false teaching mm. and false teaching that can deceive the church and nowadays we, we hear how people actually speak about love acceptance forgiveness and they twist these concepts to legalize for example same-sex marriage transgenderism abortion etc so this river that was spit by the serpent represent the false uh, teaching and the goal of Satan that he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Mm. Satan want actually the church to move from the uh, sound doctrine and the teaching inspired by the Holy Spirit to move away from this sound teaching to the false teaching of of Satan. But here it's strange that the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. The earth can represent actually some kingdoms of the world. Like for example the communism. Communism is a false teaching. Denies God, make the man divine and completely denial of God but the fall of communism happened by secular kingdoms secular countries so here the earth you know helped the church by making this false teaching and the government that supports this false teaching to fall down and for example we saw how in Russia after the fall of communism the churches were opened again and the word of God was preached again and we see revival mm. in Christianity. So uh, that is the, the earth here. Earth also uh, could be represent to the believers because we were created from the dust of the earth and the believers who will fight for the faith and defend the faith. And maybe the believers here represent just lay people, not necessarily in the hierarchy, mm. but lay people will defend the faith, will fight for the faith, will not accept any false teaching or any false doctrine. That's why it swallowed the flood which the dragon had spewed, so this false teaching completely disappeared. Mm inside the church.
So towards the end of the chapter, it says the earth helped the woman, like your grace said, and opened its mouth. But also, does that, you know, is that another message like of hope that even at the time of great tribulation, that God is still protecting his church because it talks about that God has a place for the church in the wilderness. What does that mean? Definitely, the book of Revelation, although it speaks about the great tribulation and the plagues and the persecution of the church but with every warning with every trumpet there are many messages of hope for example if we said the earth here represent secular government how God actually will use the secular government you know to protect the church as we explained uh, what happened in Russia but what is the wilderness the wilderness can has two meanings the first meaning, the wilderness was mentioned after this uh, child was caught up to heaven. So after the ascension of Christ, we are in the wilderness of the world. That's why we are sojourners. Mm. As we say in the divine liturgy, we also are sojourners in this world. So it is, and why it's called wilderness? Because it is dry. It's not like the heaven of heavens. The blessing of God is not, is not here on earth. So, but God actually will take care of us and will protect us during our time of journey or estrangement here on earth. He will take care of us in the wilderness of this world. But the wilderness can be literally the wilderness because the, during the time, time of the Antichrist, there will be persecution to the church, especially those who will not accept the mark of the beast. Mm. They cannot buy, they cannot sell. So literally, maybe the people will fly to the wilderness where the monasteries are. And these monasteries actually, thank God, the monasteries are growing and spreading uh, not only in Egypt, but outside Egypt here in America, there are many monasteries for monks and nuns. Uh, maybe God is preparing all these monasteries, the wilderness, to be places of refuge for his people during the time of the great tribulation and the persecution of the Antichrist to the church. So people who cannot live literally in the world uh, where they cannot buy or cannot sell, they, they will run and escape to the wilderness where God actually will take care of them and protect them. Well, chapter 13 talks about another scene. So in chapter 12, we saw the scene of the dragon and of the woman. And in chapter 13, we see two beasts. The first beast is the beast that's coming out of the water. So who's that beast? Actually, the last verse in chapter 12, hmm. the dragon was enraged with the woman, with the church, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring. So this war is the last war before the second coming of Christ and the end of the world. To make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Then chapter 13, he speak about this war. Hmm. And as your reverence mentioned, there are two beasts. The first beast actually coming from the sea. sea. And the sea represents the world in general. 
and the description of this uh, beast is very very similar to the description of the dragon mm. in chapter 12. The only difference that in chapter uh, 12 he has seven heads and ten horns and seven, and seven uh, diadems. Yes. Mm. But here we read seven heads, ten horns mm. and ten crowns mm. instead of seven diadems, ten crowns. And here the crowns are on the horns. Not yes. On the, yes. Yeah. So why is this difference? Let me speak about the similarity. Similarity, we said the dragon is Satan. Mm. So Satan will put all his power in this beast. Mm. So this beast actually will be like the representation of Satan. So the seven heads are seven kingdoms. The ten horns are ten kings, but the ten crowns is speaking about the ten kings that will help the beast in the last days, in the days of the great tribulations. Yeah. But in, in chapter 12, when he mentioned the seven uh, diadems, it, it represents the seven crowns on the seven heads, the kingdoms yeah. from the time of Christ uh, until now. Yeah. That is the difference why it mentions seven crowns in chapter 12, because the crowns here on the head of the kingdoms, yeah. but 10 crowns here on the heads on of the, the horns mm. of the kings. And on his head, blasphemous name, because this beast is against Christ, mm. against God. So the, the scholar said, this beast is like a secular military ruler, mm. not a religious one. Mm. That's why he is coming from the sea, mm. from the world. Um, and will be supported by seven kingdoms, ten kings will, will support him. So this beast is characterized by very interesting things. First of all, it says it's, it was like a leopard, and his feet was like, uh, were as a feet of a bear, and the mouth is like a mouth of a lion, and like your grace said, uh, he got his power from the dragon who is Satan. But what's the symbolism here of the leopard and the bear and the lion? You know, the leopard has spots. black spots. Yeah. So it represents defilement, not purity, impurity. So he will be defiled by love of money, love of pleasure, ego, arrogance. So it, he's not pure. Also, the leopard runs swiftly. Mm. So this means in his control of the world, he will actually go very, very fast to control the whole world and put the whole world under mm. his power. As his feet like a feet of a bear, uh, this means he will actually press oppress people under him. Mm. So people, they will be like the elite on the top, people will be on the bottom, and actually he crush them mm. under his feet mm. li like a bear. And his mouth, like a mouth of, of lion, devouring, yeah. persecuting, taking advantage of, harming, wounding, like the abuse of authority. Mm. Because dragon will give him power 
throne and great authority, but he will abuse this authority. Also in verse 3, something very interesting. It says that I saw one of his heads as if it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed. So does that mean that he is going to trick people? Because that's something like uh, Christ. Christ is the one that's wounded. Or You know, Satan is trying to imitate Christ in everything. We know God is Trinity. So here we have the Trinity. Trinity yeah. The dragon, mm. the beast from the sea, and the beast from the earth. the earth. Christ is the bride, and is the bridegroom, and we are his bride. The dragon is the bridegroom, and Babylon is his bride. Mm. Christ, we saw him in chapter five, lamb, uh, as if slain, mm. but he resurrected. Mm. So one of the ten kings that support the beast, literally, actually, uh, may be in a war. He will be, he reach the death. Maybe he will be wounded in a very serious, a fatal wound. Mm. But in, with the power of Satan, he will be healed. Mm. And this actually will impress the people. As we said, all the world marvel. And because of this deception, they followed him. Mm. Followed him because he was able to heal this uh, king completely from this fatal wound. But for us, the children of God, when we see this, it will be one of the sure signs that this is a beast, that we should not follow him, but rather to stand against him. And uh, another thing tells us that this beast is working with the power of Satan is that, like your grace said, when he actually gave this sign, the people worship the dragon. So he, he pulls people, he draws people to worship Satan. Uh, exactly. But also, Satan wants to be higher than God and wanted the worship. Mm. So here actually the people will worship. Worship him. Mm. Archangel Michael said to Satan, mm. who is like God? Right. And, you here. <laughs> and here he said, who is like the beast? Yes. So as I said, Satan is dying to imitate God. Mm. So the same words that are said about God, here the people, you know, will say the same words, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? He will believe that he can defeat God, mm. Satan, in, in his blindness, in his arrogance. That's why he was given a mouth. Giving a mouth means a permission. God let him do it, mm. not, not approval, but let him do it. He was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue 42 months, which is the three and a half years. Half years. So this is the Antichrist in the time of the Great Tribulation. We saw many characteristics of this beast. What's the difference between this beast and the next one? The beast that's coming out of the earth, that's what we're going to continue next time.